Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Five, six, seven, eight. Spring. Spring. Spring has sprung. Spring has sprung. Yay. All right. Here we go. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Good More to Say with Tara and Haley. I'm Tara. This is Haley. Hi, Haley. Hi, Tara. Today's a little bit of a bittersweet day. I know. So we definitely tease this to our Patreon besties. But uh, today, after we recorded this spring episode, we were going to hop on a call with Sheila R. Lawrence, who was one of the co-executive producers and writers on Gilmore Girls, Bunheads, and The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I know. And we've been saying for so long that we've been wanting to have one of the writers on to answer all of our burning questions. I mean, if we had a nickel. (laughs) True. every time we said that so we were really excited to have her on unfortunately she couldn't join us because of something very important that's happening in the television industry right now and for those of you who aren't aware it is that the writers guild of america the wga is on a writer strike right now as of when we're recording this episode it's may 2nd so 1201 today may 2nd day it's the first day of the writer strike and so uh sheila is out there picketing along with her fellow writers and we stand in support of her because this is really really crucial and important yeah for any of you who do, who aren't familiar with the writer strike there was the last writer strike of uh 2007 2008 was huge for the television industry it kind of brought everything to a screeching halt yeah and this one is just as important because it is also about to bring everything to a screeching halt because without writers not a lot can go into production they are yeah. literally the backbone of the industry without their voice and without their ideas these things don't get made but unfortunately they're not being compensated appropriately And like with any, you know, big business or corporation, the people at the top are reaping the benefits while the people at the bottom, which include the writers, are not even able to afford to pay their rent. Writing for television has kind of become like a gig type job because television is changing so drastically now with streaming. That is where a lot of the issues lie. So the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers and the WGA have not been able to come to an agreement as they negotiate their contracts. And that is why there is a writer strike. So yeah. We're not going to get too far into the details because I know little snippets, but I'm not nearly as engulfed in it as someone like Sheila is. So when she does come on, uh, we yeah, just she was did not cancel. She just needed to reschedule because exactly. it was the first day of the strike. And so when we have her on, we'll have her explain a little bit about what's going on, and yeah. we'll have her explain a little bit more of it from inside the union itself. Yeah, but I'm still so excited to talk to her. Oh my god, I, we have so I many know. questions for her. I know, and you know what's interesting? I was reading about the strike before I came on here because again it's just it's so important and like so many strokes from what happened 15 years ago are kind of starting to crop up again in this current strike and did you know there were a lot of shows that got canceled postponed etc in the midst of the last writer's strike and one of them was the return of Jezebel James was it yes oh I didn't realize that that was why that stopped I know well it it was low ratings but it was also in the midst of while all of this was going on so pick that back up exactly and so yeah I'm just really intrigued to see what happens I hope they come to an agreement soon and we can't wait to have Sheila on the podcast once they do or even in the midst of all of this if she's able to take some time and come on with us we can't wait she's excited we're excited it's gonna be a good time make a great time But in the meantime, the sweetness of today is that we get to talk about spring. Spring has sprung upon us. And like we did in the past, we wanted to do a spring episode because we've done a fall episode, a winter episode where we kind of build these episode playlists from Gilmore Girls since this is such a season heavy show. I know. And can I be honest with you? When we did that fall episode, I was like not sure how it was going to go over. Mm. Like I was excited because like I love fall, but it was just us like going through the show, listing out what was so fall about it. And I was (laughs) was like, I don't know. Is this going to, do they want to hear this? 
And that was like our most popular episode last year. I know. Not in total, but like last fall, like everyone loved it. And I was like shocked. So surprised that that was the one. It was fun though. It really was. It was a lot of fun, but sometimes I'm like, this is fun for us. Is this fun for them? I know. I know. We we go through that a lot on the show because we're like, we had a good time. Did they have a good time? I hope so. (laughs) Or sometimes we don't have a good time. I mean, we always have fun on the show together, but it's just like sometimes we're like, that was a boring one. And then people are like, this was the best thing ever. I know. <laughs> like, oh, great. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Anyway, on that note, we're very excited to talk about spring today. I know that you said this off pod, mm-hmm. so I just want to bring it up really quick before we start. What are you going to bring up? How do you feel about spring, the season? Oh, <laughs> it's topical. Okay, I was like, there, she could say anything right now. <laughs> we talk about a lot off pod. You know, it's not my favorite season. It's, it's not, not mine either, but I will say that there's something so hopeful about it. Like once spring pops, especially here in New York, I'm like, oh, good. Winter's over. Because <laughs> by the time I get to like February, March, I'm so over yeah. it. March yeah. specifically, I'm ready for some spring. Well, I like th- I like seasons changing. Like I mm. like those first couple of like days of weeks of, I mean, I guess it's still weeks, but like. It's just like the change from winter to spring, kind of seeing everything bloom, but like, or even spring to summer, summer to fall, fall to winter, but Mm. I just don't like spring itself. It's almost like a tease. It's not quite warm enough. Super windy. It's really rainy. Yeah. Allergies are horrible. Oh my God. At an all time high. Especially in Georgia where like pollen just like everywhere everything Mm -hmm. becomes yellow yeah i don't know i I don't know i don't really love summer either i like that like very specific spot of like right when it's transitioning from summer to spring Mm -hmm. or the other way from spring to summer (laughs) yeah i do too i love that i love that i do love the transition of winter to spring in the sense that like you know you're starting to get some of that warmth back but that spring to summer transition is also a really good sweet spot for me because i love walking around outside especially in the city because once things get really chilly here I mean it is hunkering down season here in New York because we're walking around everywhere I know but oh I love when things get a little warm and when the trees start blooming again that's really fun but yeah I'd have to say spring is not necessarily up there for me as far as seasons it's also not a cozy season I like sweatshirt season I know you do I know you're a sweatshirt (laughs) girly (laughs) very true 90% of my wardrobe is just sweatshirts but I think that's springtime in the northeast at least and you lived in New York for a decent amount of time like that is still sweatshirt weather like I I love that during the springtime, I can wear my Dean Suck sweatshirt and like some bike shorts and walk around. <laughs> so specific. Right? Well, that's my yeah. outfit. That's my outfit for the summer, everybody. I love. <laughs> you heard it here first. But I will say, I don't feel like Gilmore Girls is a very spring show. I don't either because even in the spring, it feels like fall. Like, <laughs> Have you noticed just, that? It's the colors. Like, well... We'll get into it once we get to like a couple seasons in because I have some thoughts on that. But in the early seasons, at least, it feels like fall is the same as spring because of the wardrobe. Yeah, the way that they dress. It's like you're wearing a light jacket, but now you're wearing a light jacket in spring, but it's the same light jacket that you had in fall. Well, and it's also these Sherpa jackets. I've always yeah. said this, and we'll get to it when we talk about season two, but A Tisket A Tasket is a spring episode that feels like a fall episode. I think it technically is spring, though. It's spring. It's a spring episode that feels like a fall episode because it's cozy, but it's a spring episode. I never think of this being a spring episode. No, I didn't even write it down. (laughs) Oh, I did. But like they're all wearing Sherpa jackets. I always think of like Lorelai and Rory and Jess Mariano in their Sherpa jackets. And that to me, Sherpa says fall. Even though you can totally wear a Sherpa jacket in the spring. Isn't Rory wearing a pink shirt with a flower on it? She is. Yeah. No, it's definitely a spring episode. Florals for (laughs) spring. They're having picnics. Like it's totally (laughs) a spring episode. But it's moreover like the vibe of it all, right? Yeah. And this was probably the hardest one for me to really put forth, oh, these are spring episodes and let's build a spring playlist. Fall is very much alive in Stars Hollow. Oh, it's yeah. It's cozy. Stars Hollow. When you Perpetual think of Stars Hollow fall. for me, I think of fall. Winter, very specific in Stars Hollow. Here, spring. Oof, this was a toughie. I agree, but I also disagree. And I will tell you at the point at which I disagree. But let's get okay. into season one and we can work our way to where I disagree with you. Okay, great. <laughs> All right. Let's start with season one. So... You know what I did first for all of these was I went through without looking at the episodes and I thought back to go, all right, 
season one, what do I consider to be a spring episode? And one of the first ones that came to mind was that damn Donna Reed. It is Ooh, not a spring episode. It's not. But I was thinking of Rory in her like, you know, A-line dress. It's very springy. It's not a spring episode because it's before Starcross Lovers and Other Strangers. It's a fall episode. Yeah. They sing the painting song. <laughs> they do see they you know. do with that. Was there another one? No, there were there was not another one that came to mind besides the obvious, which for me is Love Daisies and Troubadours. Right. P.S. I love and Love Daisies and Troubadours, which were the only other two that I wrote down. What about you? Yeah. I also concluded the third Lorelei. Yeah. If only because I feel like in the same way that like the winter episode kind of falls in the same episode number, I feel like spring in Gilmore Girls is like episode 16 or 17 onward. And beyond. Because I, w- yeah. I would say like the finale is all spring. Like mm. it's the summer is the beginning of the season mm-hmm. the beginning of the season of Gilmore Girls that is not of seasons in general that's a hard well that's also why this was really tricky for me because there are times when it probably is taking place you know the end of the school year is technically summertime specifically in high school but it's spring summer doesn't start until the end of June my school would go till the end of June oh see school we year different in May yeah that's the thing is mm. that in Connecticut it ends in I would, June I really went based on the air date too oh okay I didn't even I mean I, I looked at that when I was going yeah. through it but I also was just trying to pick up on the vibes you know it's like what episodes give me the spring vibes and i would say that in season one love daisies and troubadours is the epitome of that oh of course the day there's something the daisies. kind of the daisies exactly i would say emily in wonderland too because they have a picnic at the end oh yeah emily in wonderland i could also see yeah, yeah, for sure. That's They're so walking true. around. She's wearing her little sneaks. And it's also kind of like, at what point do they not really need their coats anymore? Because yes. Emily is not walking around with a coat on. <laughs> no, no. She's got that nice skirt suit on with her sneaks. Yeah. And then PSI Love. PSI Love. Yeah. But I would say like epitome of it, if I had to pick one episode, would be Love Daisies and Troubadours. Same. Yeah, that was what I said too. But it's just still, even in it like being spring, it's still very fall. Season one is kind of hard to classify because it just doesn't ever really feel truly springy until yeah. we're surrounded by a thousand yellow daisies quote-unquote which on that note then for season two i put sadie sadie mm. because that is is very springtime i mean it's like supposed to be like shortly after and like that's yeah. the thing is like the beginning of season two feels like spring i kind of feel like lorelei's wedding shower in the town square feels springy but yeah. it's summer it is it's technically summer because rory goes to summer school yeah but it's something about like love in the air that's it's kind of the, like yeah. what i kept like being like oh it's so nice i like, think of that opening scene in sadie sadie with the daisies are everywhere yeah. and the bike is riding through and i found love is playing like it's very it's springy but it can also be a summertime episode Episode. yeah that's why right? i'm like i always like was like okay those are summer like those are the beginning of the season those feel like summer i didn't include tisk at a task it but it's totally spring but i felt like dead uncles and onward was kind of spring yeah dead uncles and vegetables was what i wrote i wrote sadie sadie and then next to it wrote more more summer like question mark <laughs> a tisk at a task it Dead uncles and vegetables, and I can't get started. Yeah. I also included Lorelai's graduation day because graduation feels very spring. It does. But interestingly, like when I think of that episode, I think of Rory and Jess going to New York. And for whatever reason, it just was very bleak in those scenes. Yeah. Like the two of them walking around New York didn't feel like spring. Yeah. I don't know. They're not wearing jackets. They're not. But... <laughs> That's kind of like, I feel like in the last two episodes that we've done, this is kind of like, what is your outerwear classified as Well, that <laughs> really dictates a lot of, of how we classify these episodes. Yeah. But I think that where I struggled here, where I didn't feel that way in the last two episodes where we built out seasonal playlists, is that like, what qualifies an episode as having spring vibes? Because obviously yeah. Lorelai's graduation day, of course, it's technically a spring episode. It takes place in the spring. But does it give yeah. us spring vibes? Dead Uncles and Vegetables gives us spring oh, vibes. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll say Dead Uncles and Vegetables. No, it's really <laughs> just the vegetables. It's the, the the open air little farmer's market that the Kinko's Troubadour sets up. Absolutely. It's so, so good. And then a tisket a task for me. I think I put it in my fall playlist because it feels like you fall. Did. <laughs> but it is a spring episode. And like those three for me, a tisket a task Dead Uncles and Vegetables, and I can't get started. Springtime. I can't get started because I feel like the characters only get married in the spring as well. Yeah. So there's just like, and Suki's wedding is just so 
mm-hmm. like the flowers. I mean, you have flowers at a wedding, like groundbreaking. Yeah. But I can't get started. I also was torn on because I can't get started in Sadie Sadie. Probably like take place around the same time. Yeah. You know? Probably. Yeah. So it's like, is I can't get started more of a summertime episode? I think it's spring. It's just like something about like, like love in the air. Is that spring? Like, you know, just like wedding season. Like, there's just something about that. And I think part of it is like, it's harder. I feel like season one, two, and three is harder to classify that Mm. because. I feel like just the aesthetic of the show is really dark. Like you saying the thing about Rory and Jess being in New York is kind of bleak. I'm like, yeah, it is. But like, Mm. there's something about Rory going and finding Jess reading outside that I'm like, Mm. that's spring. Yeah. Well, it totally is. (laughs) It totally is. But that's why it's so hard to delineate, right? Yeah. Between like, (laughs) is it spring or did it just air in the springtime? Yeah. That's fair. I don't know. know. So were there any other episodes in season two that you wrote down? No. That was was kind of it. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I get that. What about season three? I feel like the same thing where it's kind of like 17 on. Like, happy birthday, baby. Lorelai's birthday. That's the only episode I wrote down was happy birthday, baby. Yeah. You don't feel like Strings Pinocchio or... Say Goodnight Gracie. Oh, Say Goodnight Gracie could definitely be spring. That was the other one I wrote. As you all know, once uh, Keg Max comes up, I, I immediately <laughs> skip. <laughs> so Something about Dave reading the Bible. That's like, true. All in one the night. prom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're totally yeah. right. Say Goodnight Gracie could be classified as a springtime episode. The only reason I didn't put down those are strings, Pinocchio, for whatever reason, that feels like summer to me. Is it because Jess is on the phone and California is in the background? <laughs> Maybe. Because see, I put, I put Here Comes the Sun, but like that yeah. Yeah. feels like summer but it's because really they're in california because, yeah but california has seasons it does for sure it definitely does because it is a part of the world confirmed. no it it totally is it totally is <laughs> but, but it but feels with, like summer there all the time with those are strings pinocchio it is probably technically springtime but i don't know what it is about like lorelei's red outfit that makes it feel like summertime yeah i don't See, know Rory's feels like spring that's fair her pink outfit her pink with the little shrug yeah they love a shrug those girls they do <laughs> those girlies love a shrug yeah yeah no i would i yeah i could be persuaded into those are strings pinocchio being a springtime episode yeah i just kind of skipped here comes the sun because it's like the thing that's happening with rory feels like end of school year mm. springy vibes yeah for sure i guess it's more of like timeline because like again like one two and three there's nothing really in it that feels distinctly springy Mm. you know it just like it feels like a shrug yeah like you know no i i'm with you (laughs) i would argue that our springiest season for me is is season four okay this is where i disagree with you about it being hard to find the spring episodes because no no no. season four it's season four or five it's like yeah we got it yeah nailed it here we are yeah for sure no season four i was like oh this is the most springtime like if i had to put a season to this season it would be spring yeah totally and do you think it is in part because these girls are suddenly like so pink like oh for sure yeah the aesthetic that they're wearing is kind of just like floral e because i went back through and i like just fast forwarded through these episodes that I was looking at just to see like what the color palette of them mm, were mm-hmm. and it was just like pink 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 pink, pink. lots yeah. of pink in season four for sure where did you start it off at girls in bikinis because it's spring break you know I did as well I almost started it at scene in a mall yeah and then I I crossed it out because like I think that feels more like transitional between winter and spring yeah but girls in bikinis boys doing the twist I mean like for sure which I always call boys in bikinis girls doing the twist i love it <laughs> honestly interchangeable but it's it's spring break so like that one's like duh of spring. course and i would say Even like in florida everything from there through raincoats and recipes like the springiest episodes of of episodes but uh, it's like every single episode feels springy yeah like in tick tick boom the it's easter like eggs the easter eggs but then they're golfing yep. and they're like outside on the golf course which just feels like spring vibes totally and then and Luke can see your face. face. There was something that, it, oh, they're sleeping with the vegetables at the end. Mm-hmm. And then the idea of like self-help for some reason, like therapy feels mm-hmm. like spring. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like you've been in this like deep, dark depression for all of winter. You're getting yourself set up for the rest of the year. You have emerged. Totally. You're going to go to therapy. You're going to buy a self-help book. <laughs> totally. And then. So something about that. Last week fights, this week tights. Of course. I mean. Like renaissance wedding Uh, the horse is in the inn (laughs) oh yes that's like a horse in an inn like a horse in an inn (laughs) and then that brings us to raincoats and recipes which is just oh 
so springy, so springtime. The outfits, the aesthetic yeah. of and the, the inn. Oh, it's covered in flowers. So good. It just like those episodes. I was just like, I don't know how to pick a fave yeah. because those are just all like so, such good. It totally. made me so excited to watch season four because like I've been depriving myself of these episodes, yeah. like these like four, five, and six, which I love. And I just like press play, even though I was like trying to fast forward not to like really watch them. I would like press play because I was like, I want to watch this. And I got <laughs> this took me like hours when it really only needed to take me like 30 minutes yeah. to do this. Yeah. Oh, I love it, though. I love it. It's it's just so good. Season four is like I got excited. I think we've said this before. I actually can't wait to get to season four on Patreon because I think I'm going to appreciate it so much more than I ever have in the past. I think it's going to go up in my ranking. Like, I yeah, even just from last night, I was like, oh, I know. So excited like, about it. I know a lot A lot of times we've said it's kind of like no plot, just vibes. There is a lot of plot, but it is so vibes. Big vibes. Such good vibes. Yeah. Such spring vibes. Big spring the vibes. The only other thing was um, Asher was in the hospital, and I was like, that feels a little bit wintry, but... That's true. Yeah. <laughs> but that is... It's indeed spring. Totally. But I couldn't decide a favorite. I really, really liked Tick, Tick, Boom. Yeah. And Zoo Can See Her Face, but it's like, how do I not pick... Last week fights. I know. Like, it just but raincoats and recipes too. I would be torn between be those last two. Yeah, me too. Me too. We'll get there though. So on that note, you know, raincoats and recipes, similarly to the season one to season two, you know, bridge between like the mm-hmm. night before and the next day. Season five starts with "Say Goodbye to Daisy Miller." And I also put that in my springtime mm. episodes for season five. Oh, okay. I just, I mean, it is like the next day. It's the next it? day. For some reason, I'm like summer at the beginning yeah there's just something in my mind that I'm like no I think that I would consider this spring because again similarly to season two it starts out the next day and it's meant to then be kind of like a time jump in the next episode because you know as we all know episode two a messenger nothing more is when Luke and Lorelai are like finally going to be reunited because Luke has been all summer at the Renaissance fair with Liz and TJ and Rory has been in Europe with Emily and Lorelai is kind of like put out but I almost put this episode down because I always think of when Luke and Lorelai reunite and they have that kiss when the marching man comes in oh yeah when he goes to buy cigarettes yes and she's wearing that orange top with the white blazer she looks so good that to me is like a springtime outfit but it's summertime it's Wait, definitely is, summertime is she's wearing like the bright orange one is it the one she's wearing in Blame Booze and Melville uh I don't know like like really bright orange with a white shrug. I, I believe so I'm not sure it's a blazer it's a blazer, it's a blazer. It's a blazer. She's wearing like this orange tank and then she has on a white blazer, but it's got like orange trim on it. Oh, no, I think that's like the same outfit that she's wearing in Blame Boobs and Melville. And I only say that because I put that on my story yesterday. I saw that. Two people messaged me and said that that was their least favorite Lorelai outfit <gasps> of all time. Why? Is the orange. That is such a bright orange. Yeah, I get it. But she wears it really well. Yeah. I didn't think so. I just, I asked them and they said it was the orange. Interesting. I mean, I guess I could be springy, but I, I feel like that's summer. Say goodbye to Daisy Miller or a messenger, nothing more. Definitely a messenger, nothing more. Definitely. But I, I there's just something about it that I'm like, how could that be spring? It's at the beginning of the season. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it makes, logically, it makes sense. It does. Especially now that she's graduated from college, which always ends in May. Yeah. So, you know, unless you're taking summer classes, but like her end of college experience is happening. Yeah. In May, no, that's you know? right. It is. It is spring. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category, including beauty, clothing, electronics, home, department stores, pets, and more. And as you all know, I love shopping through the Rakuten app. Every time I shop online, I always start there to see what the cashback deals are. It's incredibly user-friendly, membership is free, and it's easy to sign up. The best part is you can maximize your savings by stacking cashback on top of other deals because the app lets you know what the store sales and coupons are at your favorite places to shop. Speaking of favorite places to shop, I love shopping Anthropology's post-holiday sale where they put their clearance on clearance. This year, not only did I get savings on top of savings, but I also got cash back by shopping their sale through Rakuten. Cashback rates are changing daily, so make sure that you check their site or your app to snag the best deals. Start all of your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app like me to start your saving today. Your cashback really adds up. Haley, I feel like most of our followers already know that we don't really drink alcohol, but we do love 
a fun beverage. Oh, we do. Both of us think a fun beverage and a chill night is the epitome of a good time, especially when that drink is a recess mood, which is a delicious sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens. So you can relax without the alcohol. I drink mine every night while reading, of course. Tara, tell everyone how you enjoy yours. Honestly, I usually drink mine while we're recording the podcast. <laughs> it's my favorite way to enjoy a recess. And all of our besties can get 15% off the Recess Mood Sampler Pack at takearecess.com slash GTS. Recess Mood is made with real fruit and comes in four delicious flavors like strawberry rose and raspberry lemon. But my personal favorite is the grapefruit tangerine. And with only 20 calories and no added sugar, it's the perfect way to chill. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash GTS and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. I don't know what it is, but cowboy boots are magic. Since they've arrived, I've worn my Tacovis boots almost every day. I have the Annie in Midnight. I know you have the Annie in Bone. I do. But they make me feel so powerful because, of course, it is my dream to be a cowgirl. Yes, I know this about you. But I also know <laughs> you've told me that you wear them while you write your book. I do. I wear them all the time because I also wear them when I get dressed up or when I'm sitting at my desk recording the podcast because they make me feel so bold and brave and like I can do anything no matter how I style them. Tecovis has carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality that you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service with boots for men and women handmade from the most premium leathers. And if you dream of being cowgirls like us or you're already Western to your core, Tecovis is the perfect brand to start with because they believe in Western for all. They don't only offer their handmade boots, but all sorts of head-to-toe Western staples. Perfect jeans to go with your boots, pearl snaps, bandanas, and cowboy hats. You name it and they'll get you out. Fitted. And if you can't make it into a store, Tacovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. So visit tacovis.com. That's T E C O V A S.com. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovis has said that they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovis.com. Just use the code Gilmore at checkout. That's G I L M O R E. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast. So they're always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code Gilmore at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tecovis. Only at tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. So I guess I could be spring part one in season five, because then I feel like spring starts with Pulp Friction. I agree. Yeah, for sure. Which, you know, I love that episode. I know. So, so in my fast forward to like get like the aesthetic of these episodes, I was giggling laughing because I haven't seen Logan Huntsberger in so long. And I was like, I was like, do not pause. You're not going to watch this. right? Now. And I did anyways. But I just like, I was like, this is so embarrassing. Why? I loved it. Because I love him. I love that man. Um, <laughs> but why is that embarrassing? I don't know. I'd, I think it, I think you would have had to be there. Okay. You would have had to been there yesterday with me just like giggling, fast forwarding through the show. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew everything was going on. Sure. But this one really starts off really spring. It's like the collecting of the ribbons. Yes. Yes. And then when Rory and Lorelai go shopping on State Street mm-hmm. and they see Logan yep. on State Street. Yep. Even like the birthday party, but like Lorelai's back together date look exactly with the pink dress and then like the michelle plot line of that yeah where, where he, he comes back after on, winning the prices right yeah yeah with the rv and like there's a photographer and like they're outside and the flowers just that one was very very spring totally i completely agree i wrote that one down and then to live and let diorama of course because yeah. i always think of rory lane and paris getting drunk outside of old man twickham's house yeah, on what the is Founders spring Day not like the first time to get drunk outside with your friends yeah exactly and paris walking around bare foot trying to get a <laughs> quarter for the payphone to call Doyle we love it also felt like doing like renovations on the Twickham house for the museum felt very springy mm, like totally spring clean vibes I included basically the rest of the episodes this season yeah I mean on the topic of Blaine Booze and Melville I think that you know when they go on the yacht and yeah then you know they end up stealing a yacht they do you know that feels Not very that springtime potentially like easing into summertime but timeline wise it does align because this is when Rory is, of course, about to enter her second year at Yale, and 
<laughs> we all know what happens there. Yeah. But then this one is Suki's also having her baby, mm-hmm. which like something about that feels very spring because they're throwing the baby shower at the beginning and yeah. they ended up not having it because Suki's having her baby. But I think that in terms of like outfits, a house is not a home feels really springy. It is for sure. Because the sweater that Rory's wearing outside when she's telling her she's not going back to school, that whole setup feels very just like... I don't know, like spring. Mm. It feels like four and five have like such definitive vibes. Four, a lot more so. Yeah. Five falling in line because Lorelai is wearing her pink coats and like there's the light blue coats. Rory does wear a red coat in But I'm a Gilmore mm-hmm. with her blue dress, which really threw me off. So I was like, Christmas episode? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. It didn't necessarily feel springtime vibes because we don't really get a ton of that. You know, she comes back, she she confronts Logan, and then like when they go out for this dinner. It's kind of like yeah. nighttime. So it's hard to delineate yeah. between the vibes. And I know that's such yeah, a central no focus of the episode. Spring. Well, there's right. no nighttime in spring. But <laughs> like she's wearing that. her red coat, you know, like it's the. Yeah. And Logan's wearing all black. Yeah. And it just feels. Totally. The the costumes really lend to the vibe sometimes. Yeah. Especially when not everything is taking place in Stars Hollow anymore as it is not in seasons four and five. The costumes feel a lot more springy in How Many Kobogs to Cape Cod. Yes. Because Logan's wearing then like a light blue shirt Mm -hmm. like a little plaid tie yeah so it's like it gets a little bit more springy Mm. but not quite as springy as it was in four yeah but like five would be like in terms of the spring ranking be just below four in my opinion for sure yeah i could see that i could totally see that i think season two definitely issues some definitive spring vibes after a tisket a tasket can i say one like off the wall you jump i jump jack feels kind of springy. it does it totally does i almost wrote that down and then i remembered that we yeah. included it in the fall episodes because it's technically fall but like- it is fall but it feels like a springtime episode and and again a lot of what the girlies wear kind of informs that that light blue ball gown that feels like spring yeah and like being outside yeah. and like to where actually out in the it field. doesn't feel like summer yeah it feels like springtime <laughs> out in the field yeah right. they're on that giant field like that fields to me scream springtime yeah you know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> next time you see a field please think of no, me it <laughs> so for season six which i know is like one of your most watched seasons yeah it's a no skip season for you where did you start oh. spring i started at real Paulinka, but mm. i think it was because of the field trip yeah that makes sense but it's like again i think we're back like there's like not to call it a bleak season but like it kind of has that like there's not really like any like bright colors that they're wearing in no, these episodes definitely not I almost put the real Paulinka, but I put, I get a sidekick out of you. Well, because it's a wedding. It's a wedding, you know, love comes in the air. And a lot of it takes place outside. So that's where I started it. But I almost put the perfect dress just because like Lorelai's vibes for her dress with like the daffodils and everything in the wedding dress, that all feels very springtime, but then it starts snowing. Yeah, I was about to say that. It definitively starts snowing in that episode. Yeah, no, but like I, (laughs) in my like. Which it snows in spring. Oh, definitely. Any of our Montana listeners. Yeah, no, it definitely Definitely does sometimes. But in like my thinking of the season before diving into the season, I was like, is the when does the perfect dress take place? Because all I can think about is her in that dress. And that that feels very springy. Yeah. Obviously it wasn't, but it's a wedding. Because it's a wedding. But on the topic of weddings, I get a sidekick out of you, super cool party people driving well, Miss Gilmore. the birthday party. Yeah. Something about that. Like, just like, just so nice. I also wrote, Logan is hurt. Smiley face. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I sometimes I, I genuinely wish this was a visual medium because the fact that you just drew a smile on your face <laughs> to tell me that there was a smiley face. Oh, man. I mean, sometimes I'm really grateful that I'm the only one that gets to see it because I get to cherish it and remember it for the rest of my life. Do you want to cherish it? I do. do. I do because you just do things sometimes that make me absolutely Aww. giggle. Anyway, smiley face. Logan is smiley face. Smiley face. That's springy, right? Um, On the topic of people getting hurt, Teach Me Tonight, I think, is also a springtime episode. See, I, I went back and forth about that one. Mm-hmm. It, it probably is. It I think it falls like into one, that. right? It, it doesn't. But I would say, like, Driving Miss Gilmore does. Like, also, we got that line. Okay, I had to watch it when Logan says, thank you for being who I want to get out of the hospital for. Mm. I watched that and I, like, immediately started crying. And I was like, this is why it's embarrassing. I didn't even (laughs) watch this episode. (laughs) To which you're like, okay, yeah. I get it. Copy that. But then this is, like, the weed episode, too, where, like, Suki and Jackson. Oh, yeah. Grew a bunch of weed. That's so true. Growing plants. 
That's sure. spring. <laughs> That's springy. No, you're totally right. Emily's eye surgery where she's wearing the big hat and the sunglasses and um, Liz is pregnant mm-hmm. and then they're buying the house. There's something, there are like elements of that, yeah. but it, it's not to the degree that like season four was. Of course. It didn't feel spring though. I know. But we're I talking about partings. We're talking obviously. about partings. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is not a visual medium. So we're both just staring at each other, nodding, going, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Partings, the troubadours. of course, is what I wrote down. The troubadours. That's what makes it for me feel like spring. Yeah. Logan graduating. Yes, of course. Of course. And then therapy in the car with Jan from the office. Yes. Therapy is spring. So like that, those are sure. like the three things that I wrote down that I was like, these are elements of other episodes that have felt spring yeah. in this one. But there's nothing really like Lorelai and Rory are both wearing really dark blue. Mm-hmm. And like even Logan's wearing like a color that's not like spring shout shouting spring right confronting mitchum is that spring i don't know there's no real like spring vibes to it yeah no i totally get that but i I wrote it down regardless because the first thing that comes to mind of course is just lorelei and luke screaming at each other outside of luke's diner but it's it's also spring like like a good scream yeah (laughs) but the troubadours is really what i think of yeah and that like the troubadour in any sense feels like springtime. You know, you're not going to see the yeah. troubadour always outside in the winter. You do see him in the fall, but and in the you summertime, do. of yeah. course. But like, yeah, it just feels like spring. And and I just couldn't, I couldn't put it on par though with like last week fights. No, no, it's so different. It, it's yeah. just, it's it's on another level. Speaking of being on another level, season seven. Okay, can I tell you this is that episode. Hey, Bell Maze, mm-hmm. that feels like it should be fall. Yes, but it's actually spring. But when I went back and like kind of like watched it again, just like skimmed through it, it's so spring, mm. like because they're having the spring fling, mm-hmm. which I was like, I remember the dancing daffodils, but I had thought that they were from an earlier season, but it's from this episode. Yeah, no, it's definitely a spring episode, but hay bale maze, hay bales, they feel like fall. Like a hay bale ride. Yeah, like a hay ride. Does Elaine go on one? Yeah, in the pilot. Hay ride, that's what it's called. You can have the bale in, I don't know. I don't think anybody will judge you. Hope not. I always wanted to have hay bales. (laughs) Where? Let me, well, it was the Hales bales. Okay. Or Haley's hay bales. Oh, hey, sure. Hey, Hayes, hay bales. Hey, Hayes, yeah. hay bales. Hales bales. Come get a bales from Hales. You wanted to sell them. I don't want to, but wouldn't it be fun? <laughs> but you just know that you have a calling outside of this podcast, and it's hay bales. <laughs> yeah. Do people buy hay on the side of the road? I don't think so. Like the same you would with like strawberries. I'm sure they might somewhere. Maybe. Somewhere I just in like the United States, like a, like sure a roadside stand hay. called Hales Bales. Yeah. No, I think that that's very clever. And I think that do should you ever need it, it's there for you. Yeah. And I'm glad you know Or that. maybe I'm allergic to it like Taylor Dosey and it would just not go over well. Do you remember that? episode oh yes i he, do he's allergic to the hay i do i do remember that but then everyone is just like obsessed with it i know um, everyone i mean loves it but it's very very spring it's very spring it it does feel like fall because for me going through like it reminds me of like a corn maze you go through yeah, corn mazes in totally the fall, you know there's yeah. hay bales all around when you go to like an orchard or i don't know wherever you go in the fall spooky spooky, spooky scary yeah. house yeah, exactly Haunted house that's what it was exactly but <laughs> it is a spring episode the other one i wrote down is it's just like riding a bike because of course yeah. i always think of lorelei riding the bike riding a bike <laughs> <laughs> Their little really basket, you know, there. that feels like springtime. Yeah. Suki's also pregnant again, so it's she like, is. you don't want to talk about that. I also know that when Rory graduates, of course, like the last episode is a springtime episode. It's pouring bon rain. Voyage. Bon yeah. voyage. She's about to graduate. She's about to go on, what did you call it? Or she graduated in the last episode. Right. I mean, she's about to Under leave. the breach. She's, yeah. But she's about to leave and go on, what did you call it? Obama's parade tour. Parade tour. <laughs> I was hoping you had forgotten. Seems like you hadn't. I think about it every day of my life. <laughs> a parade tour. She's about That's to go on so the parade spring. tour. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I feel like that is very springy. But I don't know. Anything in season seven just doesn't give me yeah, any vibes. So. Unto the breach, the graduation felt very springy. To reject a beautiful man's proposal. Sure. Very, very spring of her. Yeah. Very on brand. Kirk in a box. That was when he was in the box. That's right. He wouldn't want to be in the box in the winter. Sure. <laughs> That's wild crazy to think about yeah. is karaoke spring because in lorelei lorelei it's little karaoke that's true i thought about that but i don't but that's, know that's every season yeah this was just me like reaching i know yeah because we lose a little bit of the seasons in this season yeah we really do mm. it just i just yeah in like kind of re 
recapping the end of the season last night and I was like going through these I was like oh these episodes are just I know not very good it's gonna be real interesting <laughs> when we get there on Patreon maybe we'll I find know. more of an appreciation for them um, I hope so you know? I hope so but it was like you know watching like the highlights of all of the seasons and then to get to seven I was like mm. huh yeah I don't feel like we're missing any major things I don't think so either it's really the daffodils dancing that really I was like oh spring there you go yeah exactly but on the topic of it not really feeling like we can break seasons down in this season in the next season, the final season, we really break it down with seasons. Because it's spring. The episode's spring in the revival. Yeah. Can't argue against it. No, it's, spring. it's a springtime episode. But you know what? Tell me. They go to therapy in this episode. There you go. That That's spring. Yeah. And their outfits are all synonymous with spring. They really lean into that. Yeah, you can't really, can't really argue with that. And they have the food festival outside. Mm-hmm. I just think of Rory going to New York and standing out you know, in those lines. Lines, mm-hmm. yeah. Rory also is wearing a floral dress because she goes back to Chilton. Mm-hmm. Yes. So there's like that vibe. Yes. But that's really uh, that's really it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else. There's, there's nothing really in that episode that you can say that it's not spring. No, 100%. 100%. And, and we've talked about this on pod in rankings. That wasn't exactly my favorite episode. I liked it mm-hmm. more the second time I watched it. Um, really? But of the four, yeah. I think that when you watch it from a discerning eye for what we have to do here, I think like you try to find the beautiful moments because we love the show so much. Whereas like if you're just watching it, just to watch it and you're like, eh, I didn't really vibe with that episode. Yeah. You know, when you're actually looking for things to like, it's a little different. Yeah, I think it is my least favorite of them too. It is for me. Which makes sense because it's my least favorite of the seasons. There you go. There it is. So <laughs> it was it was doomed from the start. There you go. But regardless, I mean, I think we have some of our, some really incredible episodes in this lineup to choose from to put into our playlist so are we going to choose one from each one to put in our playlist (gasps) yeah so we did before i'm doing this on the cuff because i I couldn't remember if we if we did one (laughs) two i couldn't remember you can pick two if you want if you want to change the rules no i don't want to make the rules i don't want to we do but i don't want to change the rules i don't want to change that okay okay do you want to start the first one for me is very easy. I want to say Love Daisies, but I also kind of want to say Emily in Wonderland. Oh. it's like different. Okay. I literally, all I can think of them is them having the picnic. The I know. And Emily walking around town. But that's where um, on Patreon, It Could Be Soup was born with the thermos. Because oh. <laughs> one time it was soup. It was. But it's when they're looking at the dragonfly property and Suki is like running around. Yeah. like, this isn't going to work. And they're sitting there. The Rachel property. The Rachel property. It's very, very cute yeah emily in wonderland in general is definitely a springtime episode but for me it's love daisies and troubadours yeah i'm gonna pick that one too yeah i was trying to branch out but like no i know season two is a hard one for me seasons two and four are gonna be really tough for me here because a tisket a tasket classic i mean it's one of my favorite episodes yeah. but dead uncles and vegetables god what a vibe and i know you loved that one i loved dead uncles and vegetables when we watched and if we're talking of like spring vibe I don't know. No, I got to pick a tisket and task it. I can't betray my younger self like that. I really want to say I can't get started, but I'm really inclined to say Dead Uncles and Vegetables. I I can't get started is also one of my favorite episodes. It has my favorite kiss in it. It does. It's one of my favorite episodes. Kissing is so spring too. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) I'm going to say I can't get started. As much as I want to say Dead Uncles because it really... Oh, but it's the vegetable guy that really gets me. Oh, the... It's like, can't get started. Kinko's Troubadour? Kinko's Troubadour. Oh, love. No, I, I... I know. This is a tough one. Yeah. This is tough. I'm going to say I can't get started. Good for because you. Because it just, I, oh, you. I can't. But I God, can't, I want to add. That one. But but Dead Uncles and Vegetables, honorable mention for us both. Yeah. Like an honorable definitely. mention because it's so. Such such spring. All right. Season three. I think I have to say, say goodnight, Gracie, for the Dave Rogowski of it all. Oh. Like those are strings I really feel to be spring. And like happy yeah. birthday, baby is like, but I just want to say, say goodnight, Gracie. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Dave Fergowski loving you oh, is so good. nothing but springtime. Imagine being in the winter of your life and then finding a Dave Fergowski bringing you into a springtime. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I fully support this. I'm going to choose Happy Birthday Baby. I do really like that episode. And just keep it a little different. I'm going to choose yeah. Happy Birthday Baby. I, I like, like Those Are Strings, Pinocchio. I really like that episode. I'm excited to get to it when we do on Patreon in the next couple of weeks. But... Yeah, for now, it's going to have to be Happy Birthday Baby for me. Good choice, though. Thank you. All right, season four. Oh, this is hard. Hard. This is tough. This is hard. These are a lot of really good episodes. Really good episodes. I want to say Tick, 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 Boom, but like, I also want to say Luke Can See Your Face and Last Week Fights. I know. But I have to say Last Week Fights. It's so good. It's the wedding. Like, it's the horse in the end. It's the return of Jess. I know. Oh, 
I know. But I really do. But tick, 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 boom. I always forget how many are actually in it. <laughs> but it's like, that's just such a spring aesthetic. Yeah. And I, that one feels a little bit like in the same vein as Dead Uncles, where it's like very much a town episode because mm. the egg hunt. No, I'm with you. But yeah, I'm going to say last week's fights. I am also going to say last week's fights this week tights. I was wow. torn between, the three I was torn between Girls in Bikinis, Boys Doing the Twist, uh, which is yeah. also honorable mention. Uh, like that for me is like Dead Uncles and Vegetables. It's like a plot, some plot, but so vibes. Just such vibes. Has one of my favorite Paris lines in it. And which is Is it raining? No, it's National Baptism Day. Tie your tubes, idiot. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and I was torn between raincoats and recipes, but I hate the Roy and Dean of it all. And I do not want to have to watch that on a playlist. So I'm gonna go with last week fights this week tights. You just pause it. No. I wanna watch it all the way through. No skips. Fair. Fair, fair. Okay, season five. I'm going to pick Pulp Friction. I love it. I love that episode. Pulp Friction is a great episode. It's one of my faves. Like, it just, oh. Yeah. So I saw you on State Street with, and you were on State, State Street, Street with. with. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, I'm going to pick To Live and Let Diorama. Such a good one. Also a great the one. The Twickham House. Yeah, the Twickham House, everything, getting drunk. I love it. Yep. <laughs> I spoke before I heard. I just said, yep. <laughs> getting drunk at the Twickham House. Yeah. What a, what a spring vibe. I hope you all put that on your spring bucket list. Mm-hmm. I getting do Getting drunk too. at the Twickham House. Our next live event will be getting drunk at the Twickham House. Great. I'm <laughs> very excited. See you there. Season six, I'm going to pick partings. I'm going to pick partings? I'm going to pick partings. I wasn't even going to pick partings. Really? Which one? I don't know. But now that I said that, I why would I not pick partings? I, know. I was going to pick I Get a Sidekick Out of You, which oh, is great episode. wild because... Why would I not pick partings? But it just like feels like the wedding. And I'm speaking in terms of spring, which partings is in the spring. <laughs> I just love that episode so much. I know you do. I'm also trying to not be predictable. <laughs> I understand. Um, But Driving Miss Gilmore is really good, too. It is. It is good. I oh, think your I gut is know. right. I think I get a sidekick out of you is the move. Yeah, but if we're watching this on a playlist and I could have chosen partings, but I chose I get a sidekick out of you. Sure. I get that. Oh. Uh, I also really like driving Miss Gilmore. Oh, man. I was so set. And then you said partings as I'm if sorry. I'd forgotten that. I'm sorry. I, I really didn't have think you were going to say it. I know. Wow. You know, in a wild turn of events, I'm going to stick with I get a sidekick out of you. Love. I love that for you. I don't know why I decided that, but that's, that's what okay. I've decided. My favorite episode. I'm bypassing it. That's okay. Oh, but you couldn't do that. You just a tisket a tasket. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's just such an iconic episode. I could not. Yeah. But in terms of spring vibes, I think I have to go with Lane's wedding. Yeah. No, I get that. I totally get that. Yeah. I don't love that she marries Zach. So I'm going to go with uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And similarly, I'm going to go with Hey Bell Maze for season seven. I have to go with Hey Bell yeah. Maze because all of the other ones make me mad. Yeah. Like, especially because Lorelai Lorelai. Like, I think that is genuinely one of my least favorite episodes, if only because of the end of it. And also because there's this awful purple shirt that they put Logan in. But it's like, why would they do that? Yeah. It's my really only big bone to pick with the costume department mm. of Gilmore Girls is that awful purple shirt that they put put Matt Zucri in like why would you do that to that man well like, she's got a gripe my... <laughs> yeah so I have to say hey bail me it's because all the other ones it's really the last time they're happy <laughs> I know it's true it is true yeah, I like that I like true. the aesthetic I like that you know Logan before everything that then goes on to happen at the end of season seven says like I'll factor you in if you want to factor oh, me don't in. remind me. And then, you know, Lorelai and Luke kind of reconcile. And I think that that's really beautiful. Okay. I had forgotten about that. Yeah. I had forgotten that, like, Luke literally looks at her and he's like, I'm sorry for everything that happened. Like, I'm sorry that I didn't put you first. I'm sorry for, like, not realizing that you and I could handle this together and handle this change mm. together as we changed. Because change doesn't happen, like, I don't remember exactly what it says, but change doesn't happen, like like insularly like it's like it happens with everything that's going on you can't just like isolate it on its own and i was like what in the fan fiction is this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like luke just like being this like self-aware of his issues that yeah, he had with her totally i was like is it is it an apology is springtime the time for an apology mm-hmm. he went to therapy <laughs> he did it was the spring to have springtime self-realization i know yeah i'd forgotten about that i was mm-hmm. like wow yeah 
No, it's a big episode. And and I'm glad that we both picked it. We both picked for seasons one, four, and seven, the same episode, which is nice. But then we sprinkled it in with a little bit of difference. I mean, and also A Year in the Life, we're going to pick the same episode, I assume. I mean, you tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm going to pick spring for spring. So I want to pick partings. All right, let's go over it again. Okay, so for season one, we both picked Love, Daisies, and Troubadours, right? You're not you're not doing Emily in Wonderland. Great. No. Season two, I picked a Tisket a Tasket. You picked a Can't Get Started. Both of us honorable mention: Dead Uncles and Vegetables. Very good. Yeah. Season three, I picked Happy Birthday Baby. You picked Say Goodnight Gracie. Yeah. Season four, we both picked Last Week Fights, This Week Tights. How, how did you pick anything else? It's Liz's wedding. I know, but honorable mentions, crown? honorable mentions, girls in bikinis, boys doing the twist, and raincoats and yeah. recipes. I mean, yeah. so good. The, I think we should have an honorable mention. mention. Yeah, I think we should have an honorable mentions slide when we post this on Instagram, and we will. Yeah. But anyway, season five, I have to live and let diorama. You have friction season six i have partings you have i get a sidekick out of you how do you feel i don't know i don't feel good (laughs) (laughs) how could i do that to partings it just like it just feels wrong to say partings for me for some reason i've never felt that way before but yeah i'm gonna well i say go with it stick with i get a sidekick out no i'm so sorry i have to pick partings i i'm gonna pick partings i'm gonna pick partings i can't I can't. I can't do that. No. Okay. I'm not going to watch Partings or I could get a sidekick of you over Partings. On a playlist of spring episodes? No. Okay. It's Partings. Right. Okay. She's, okay, she's cool. sold. But we'll put I Get a Sidekick Out of You on our honorable mentions. There How we about go. we do that? Okay. Yeah, let's do that. And then <laughs> Hey Bale Maze. Both of us picked yeah. that for season seven in spring. It's spring fling. I love it. Spring. Yeah. I think this is a solid list of episodes, Yeah, personally. I will say spring is not the strongest season. No, it's not. I will say we kind of did these episodes in like order of like the strongest seasons. Gilmore Girls is fall. Fall did not exist in the world until Gilmore Girls was born. Like Gilmore Girls birthed fall into the world. There was no such thing before the show. And then winter. Very cozy winter. Yeah. Spring. We've got some spring, but then it's the weakest in the summer, I would say. Yeah. Well, it's moreover that there are limited options for the summertime. Yeah. Like when I think of summertime episodes in Gilmore Girls, immediately Lazy Hazy Crazy Days of Summer comes to mind and nothing else. <laughs> summer. I mean, revival. Yes, of course. But I just mean like from the yeah. original series. I don't know how that's going to go. I know there are other summertime episodes. I know there are. And we'll talk about them. But yeah, Lazy Hazy Crazy is like the epitome of that list for me. And I don't know what else. It's going to be interesting. I think um, the beginning of season seven really reminds me of summer because Rory is kind of just like lost all purpose and mm. just kind of like chilling at home. Like how summer of her. Okay. But yeah, agreed. I think that the summer episode of this one is going to be maybe a little harder. Yeah, but I guess we'll see when we get there. We will see. So on the topic of spring, there are, you know, a few holidays that are kind of spattered throughout the springtime season, one of which is a very centralized theme to this show, and that is Mother's Day. Yeah, if not the mother-daughter show, which I feel like it's weird that there was never like a Mother's Day episode. I know. I guess it's like towards the end and there was like all of this like conflict and drama happening. They didn't want to just like drop in Mother's Day. Yeah, but it would have been a really interesting episode to see the dynamic between, of course, you know, Rory and Lorelai and then Lorelai and her mom, maybe yeah. Emily and Trix. I mean, there are so many possibilities Ooh. there. And Suki, Suki would have had a good Mother's Day. Yeah, like yeah. Jackson and the kids would have done something nice for her. Totally. What a missed opportunity. But there were obviously a lot of mother-daughter moments on this show. Of course, like we said, that's the centralized theme of this show. Yeah. We would love to hear from you on your thoughts, your favorite mother-daughter moments, times when you thought that Lorelai was a really good mom and guiding influence to Rory or Lane in Paris as we've talked about her being kind of a pseudo parent to the two of them times when you maybe thought Emily hot take was a really really good mother we would love to hear it yeah we can celebrate all sorts of moms we can also if you if there's a moment when you didn't want this person to have been your mom and you were glad for it and maybe they could have been a better mom Mm. I feel like that's a spicy take to have but either way whether you want to celebrate them or whether you want to celebrate the fact that they were not your mother at this point we want to hear from you and we'll have more to say on that in the next episode if you want more gilmore to say join us on patreon where you can listen to our spoiler full rewatch podcast gilmore revisited where we're currently watching season three you can also join us for live watches our community discord page and get monthly merch discounts to our old-fashioned merch shop at gilmore 
And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Gilmore to Say Podcast, where you can stay up to date on all things Gilmore to Say. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.